This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Everyone, welcome to the Mindset Podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. Today we have a special guest, uh, Joshua David from Champions Fishing. Before we get that, I just want to let uh, everybody know I'm still dealing with that cough, so I do apologize. It's been going on for about a good month now, but let's bring uh, Josh in here. How you doing, man? Great. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing great. Awesome. Uh, I know. I know you already had a busy morning today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know. Yeah, running people all over yeah. the country. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I seen you made since the last time we talked. You made a few uh, improvements on champions fishing number one, and on a personal kayak choice too. <laughs> yeah. <That's good. laughs> Actually, a couple since last time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we could get started with that if you absolutely. like. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, I guess last time we talked, I had I was in the Unlimited. Yeah. And uh, really loved that kayak. I have nothing bad at all to say about it. I just wanted something a little bit smaller. Uh, I loved the width of the kayak. I had plenty of room in it, but I wanted to get something smaller. So I made a trade and ended up getting a... Um, old town topwater 120 pdl but that thing hurt my back i mean it, it was just unbearable uh, out on the water matter of fact i had sciatic nerve pain for about the last about a month uh after you, you know having that boat so i traded it in for a bona fide ss 127 patriot edition as well as a um i got another kayak in that too it's the perception outlaw 11.5 and so both of those are really solid boats, but uh, the Bonafide um, last last tournament that I was in a couple of weeks ago with the Northeast Tennessee Kayak Anglers, our first event for the year, uh, I lost $800 with a rod and reels. And I went back and I looked at the video and I realized that I, I really just didn't have as much space, um, you know, and I didn't, I didn't have everything really set up like I should have. And so it was a very frustrating day. If you guys seen that video, um, it really hurt to the core losing those rods. Of course, we've got them all, you know, everything's replaced and we're back in business now. Um, but I went out with nine rods that day and came home with six and, oh, uh, well, really five and a half because I broke the tip of one of my spinning rods. And so, 
Um, thankfully, though, that was still under warranty, and the dealer that I bought it from, they replaced it, no questions asked for me. It was an ARC uh, Lancer Pro uh, spinning rod, and, and I took it right back to them. They replaced it for me, no problem. So they really appreciate companies like that, you know, that will stand by their products that they sell. Even though it's not their product they made, they sell it, yeah. and they're the face of it. And, uh, you know, Just Fishing Store, I just want to I want to plug them in real quick because, um, you know, and you guys can order from them anywhere in the world. You just go to their website, JustFishingStore.com. Um, those guys will take Alan and his wife, Allison. Let me tell you, they're, we're just so blessed here in Northeast Tennessee to have them with the, you know, within our reach. Yeah. Uh, they're just super awesome people. So, um, just want to shout out to them real quick. Cause that really helped me get back going, you know, and, um, uh, mindset, boy, we, uh, that day on the water, that was, uh, you talk about testing your mind. Matter of fact, I was at the point, I was so frustrated. I'm not going to lie to you. I was frustrated. I thought, Lord, I may just go ahead and roll over on here in the water with them rods and be done, <laughs> you know, because, the water was like 40 degrees, and so it would have took me pretty quick. But uh, I, that's how bad of a day that I had that day um, with everything that went went on. But what I'm in now, um, and this will be the very first time that it's been released to anybody on the public scene, uh, because I've not really posted about it on Facebook, but I, I, I went to a Vibe Shearwater 125. And the big reason why I wanted that is because I wanted a Hobie. Yeah. Uh, I want a Hobie kayak, but I, I really only want the Hobie kayak for the fins, the pedal drive system. And so the Shearwater 125 will allow me to put a 180 drive um, in there, um, you know, and you've got a boat that's $1,500, 35 inches wide, 12 foot five in length, cuts through water like uh, a knife cutting through, you know, uh, butter. And, um, so it's just an overall really good kayak. It's stable. And if you're looking for something like that, you know, and you want to stay under a certain budget, even if you can afford more, doesn't mean you need to buy more. Oh, absolutely. you know, that's a mindset thing right there. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people all the time spending more money. Than oh, TV. well, Hey, it's, uh, it's, it's a big screen TV season coming yeah. up here with tax time, you know, Oh, I well, know. <laughs> that every, was the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't, you know, I don't tell anybody how to spend their money, but if I could <laughs> plug you in a piece of advice is, you know, don't increase your outflow just because your inflow increases, you know, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you do with what you make. And that's a, you know, that's a big mindset thing as well. So, um, yeah, I'm in the, like I said, I'm in the Shearwater 125. Um, will I eventually get a Hobie? Probably it's all headed toward that, but I want to really run this Shearwater hard. And, uh, you know, there's so many options. It's so versatile. Um, and I think for me, the, the big thing that I like about it, that's going to help me out. So I don't have those really tough days on the water like i had before is it's going to give me the rod storage room that i wanted i did not have that on that bonafide now bonafide is a solid boat solid platform yeah no i was i'm you know, moving from a bonafide to a new canoe you know. mm-hmm. but my bonafide i kind of i had similar issues it's a great boat it's great it's very stable but it was the storage issue that it was a, even with yeah. me i carry four four tackle trays and i think four yeah. rods and i was still running into issues well you see how many i carry back yeah here. <laughs> you know there's there's 10 odd and reels there that i fish with consistently and um you know every one of those rods has a different application they're they're not the same you know yeah. they're, they're 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 different but uh i wanted to be able to have the ability to carry all of those comfortable you know, you can store eight rods easy on that uh, on the Shearwater 125 without any additions whatsoever. Uh, with the four rod stagers and the you know four rod holders in the in the uh, stern of the kayak, and then with um, the four horizontal uh, rod stagers on there on the sides, uh, you can get eight rods easy. Uh, so if you had a couple, you know, Yak Attack rod holders. That's 10 rods. If you've got some on your crate or your cooler, man, you could put 20 rods on there. Yeah. You know, so not that I need it, 
but it's nice to know that the room is there for me. So that's that's why we made the change that we did. And, and it really worked out for me because I think I've picked up a another actual sponsor, not a pro staff type of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I was able to get connected with the uh, with a guy that makes baits, um, bell ringer baits here. And so uh, he's the one that had the kayak. And I think that opened up a door of opportunity for me and for him to work together. And matter of fact, he's making me some, some custom baits right now, uh, that I should have here in the next few uh, days and, uh, probably going to be as far as soft plastics goes exclusively using his, he makes baits that are, uh, great for our local waters. And so it's like, I think this might be a good move. So, yeah, I did a similar. I did a similar thing last year. That's with awesome. A, with a guy in uh, Chicago, he was Sweet. making stuff for around here, and it, it worked out great for me. Yeah, man. yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. To, you know, I want to. I'm going. I'm going for the win. Our next ch- uh, tournament is on Douglas Lake, and I believe it's on February the 26th or something. Let me see here real quick. You're lucky. I still got to wait till end of April. You guys we're, have ice, don't you? We're frozen. We <laughs> we it was negative six degrees yesterday. Wow, it was like nineteen this morning here in East Tennessee. Yeah. So very cold. But yeah, our next uh, our first event was February the or January the fifteenth on Cherokee, and then we've got uh, February the twenty sixth on Douglas Lake, and then March the fifth on Douglas Lake. Uh, Watts Bar comes up March the nineteenth, and then. Beach Creek, Cherokee again, Holston River, Douglas, Cherokee, Honey Hole, Holston River, and then state championship, and then the classic. <laughs> so busy, busy schedule. I'll probably fish some other events as well. I'm going to try to maybe make a couple Hobie BOS events this year, uh, ones that are, you know, within a six-hour, eight-hour drive. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try to get on those to get out on the national scene a little bit. But, you know, we've got big plans and big goals, but – in order to uh, achieve those goals and stuff, again, it, it you've got to have the right right here. Yep, this I thing agree. has to be uh, has to be on point. So, I but, agree, man. I'm I'm excited about today. Uh, looking forward to the rest of this show, and uh, I'll let you go ahead and take it over here from there, yeah, and kind of guide us, and we'll go from there. Like, um, well, I, I'll get started with. You said you had a kind of a struggle your first tournament. Uh, how do you feel going into the tournament and then like kind of break down your day? Absolutely. So going into the tournament, you know, I was really confident of the area that I'd chosen to fish. It's a very uh, solid area. You know, I did a lot of investigation ahead of time, some pre-fishing. Um, and then, of course, you know, preparing for your gear for the day because the water, the water was uh, slightly stained. And we knew going into it that that's probably what we were going to be dealing with. So, you know, making sure the bait colors uh, were that we had tied on and ready to go match that, you know, environment that we were going to be fishing in. So we went into the event, um, you know, very prepared, mentally prepared uh, for the challenge, you know, that we might face that day. Uh, what we had working against us was, you know, it was 20, 20 something degrees that morning. Um, it warmed up into the thirties, I think that day. And then of course we were expecting a major snowstorm that we didn't get, thankfully, but, uh, you know, we got like a dusting of snow and I think they were calling for up to a foot, you know, so we ended up just getting a dusting. They didn't get that right. But so we, you know, we had a, we had a, a really good day planned out for us, but, um, first, first couple of casts that morning about, I don't know, I think maybe an hour into it. Um, I finally connected with a fish and it, it got right there at the boat. You can see that in my video um, and got right off. You know, I had him hooked up and everything was good. So lost that fish. Next fish I got on the board. It was a 15 inch uh, largemouth bass. Got him on the board and I thought, okay, the morning is starting off great, you know. And then as the morning progressed, I hooked up with another fish and uh lost him right at the boat i was reaching for my net saw him nice big large mouth bass you know it would have really made a big difference in my day that i had i would have come away with you know probably uh, 80 90 or 90 100 points more 
maybe than what I did if I would have got everything in. But um, miss miss that one reaching for the net. That was my first thing that started bothering me is because, you know, again, the storage storage options. I was clanging and banging through stuff trying to get that net, you know, out and finally, finally, uh, you know, moved on from that one and caught a 15 and a quarter inch smallmouth, had him on the board and he flops off uh, right into the water. Of course, I had the board up on my lap, but but with that bona fide and my big old belly in the way, <laughs> I wasn't able to reach down, you know, and put my uh, catch board there on the floor of the kayak i so i had it up on my lap try to measure the fish and man as soon as i went to snap the picture that thing flew off in the water but prior to that happening is when i lost to two well i lost a rod or two well yeah i lost a rod and then i lost two other rods um prior to catching that fish and then afterwards i hooked up into another one and it got off and so i ended up i ended up hooking five fish that day but was only able to get one on the board. So I only had a showed up at the weigh in with a 15 inch fish, you know, so that's pretty bad when you, um, you know, it's pretty bad mentally whenever you catch five fish, but you can only keep one, you lose $800 worth of rod and reels, you know, and that by that point, man, I, like I said, I was, I'm not going to lie to you at all. I wouldn't lie to anybody. I, I was frustrated beyond imagination. And I thought, well, maybe the next thing to do is just roll over here to the water and go. So, but, uh, you know, we, we were prepared. Um, another guy that fished that area, he finished fourth. Um, he won, he won the tournament last year in that area. Um, but, uh, so we were able to knock him back to fourth by being in there, but, uh, <laughs> it put us, it, you know, knocking him out of the wind, put us back in like 15th or 16th. So. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's fishing, man. Yeah. Uh, that's the it way happens. it goes. You know, you can have all the plans in the world. You can have a good pattern nailed down and anything in the world can happen, uh, while you're out there. So it, it's, it's important to really plan and prepare ahead of time and to know that, you know, if something happens, I'm going to be okay. It's not the end of the world. Um, we'll, we'll pick it up and move on and, you know, we're letting uh, letting that be in the past. You know, that, that event's now over with, so we're looking forward to Douglas Lake. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of pre-fishing and preparation for uh, that tournament on the 26th. Um, plan to pre-fish it two or three times uh, between now and then, maybe more. And uh, just get, get mainly prepared for that. But the good news is I'll be going into it with a platform that we'll, I'll be able to manage my gear better on. You know, and yeah. so that's uh, that's a big plus for us. So did did you come out of that tournament knowing that you needed to make adjustments with like gear? I or, did. Or did you need to make adjust not only gear but with the mindset too? Um, mainly for or, me, mainly for me, it was a um, a gear issue because the gear the gear I knew. If we continued on in that now, I'm I'm working on losing weight and stuff. So that you know that was a huge factor as to why the bona fide really you know I've had it twice now, and that's been the determining factor both times. Now I know like Chad Hoover, he's he's bigger than me, but uh, and he does really well on it. But I don't I don't fish his style. I don't do his. I feel know, like thing, he so. does he does well on every kayak though, just because he's so experienced with yeah. Yeah, you know, he kind of made this what it is at this right. Point. Yeah, I mean, if without yeah. whether you like him, love him, hate him, or yeah. whatever, Chad Hoover's the reason why we're all doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, for the most part, um, that's not to say that somebody else wouldn't have discovered the opportunities yeah. that kayak fishing presents. Yeah, but you got to give him his his. Dude. You do, you do, you do. Like I said, whether you love him, hate him, <laughs> like him, whatever, don't like him. It is what it is, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. so, oh. yeah. but yeah, I knew, I, I knew that <clears throat> gear wise, if I didn't get, if I don't get this nailed down, um, that's that. And again, that's why I say I'll probably will eventually end up into a Hobie. Um, but I think the sheer water is going to help me be more competitive now until that happens. Um, you know, but I feel I'm just, like uh, super picky about spending money on stuff and, 
Yeah, I just, I, uh, I'm, I'm becoming the same way. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, just because uh, you got it, don't mean you got to spend it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, what I'm saying is like, um, <coughs> is uh, if you, if you went into the next tournament with the same same gear, same kayak, same everything, your mindset probably would have been off. Yes. In a negative way where mm-hmm. it's like I'm just waiting for something to happen versus I'm waiting for something good to happen. I'm waiting for something bad to happen. Absolutely. You know, and what you think about, you bring about. Yeah. You know, the Bible, the Bible even teaches not to get, you know, I'm not trying to get religious here, yeah. but um, you know, I am a believer and I don't I don't uh, make any questions about that one, no, but you know, so religion sometimes can get us off track. But yeah, um, you know, e- even though even though that's in place, you know, I, like I said, that day, I just, it really bothered me. And I knew that if I went to the next event with that same setup, that I could possibly face the same situation again. So I, I knew, you know, then coming off that tournament, my focus then was I've got to get out of this boat into something different now because I can't keep doing these same things. You know, that's yeah. the, de- the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect, expect different results. Different. Yep. And that's not going <laughs> to work out. You know, yeah. that's not going to help you in any way. Uh, if you want to get, if you want to get somewhere and you want to achieve your goals, then you have to be willing to make all the adjustments that are absolutely necessary to see that happen. And, and however you've got to get there, as long as it's ethically get there, you know, it's like for me, I've, I've, I wouldn't have had a gear issue on that unlimited, but I'd have been dealing, I'd have been dealing with wind. I'd have been dealing with, you know, no rudder on the boat, yeah. uh, you know, all those different things. So I wouldn't have had the gear problem, but I, I didn't like the boat out in the wind, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, they say it's a pretty wide boat. It's hard. Man, to... yeah, you're setting up so high, you're a sailboat. Yeah. You know, I, I literally have, in the Unlimited at the times, and I don't want to deviate too far here, but uh, in that Unlimited, there's been a few times where I didn't even paddle, um, and the wind just pushed my back. And, and I was traveling about two mile an hour, not paddling at all, just letting the wind drive me. So that really? thing, um, it's where you set up so high like that out in the wind. I, I, it just wasn't good for me, uh, even as much as I loved that. But it was my dream kayak at the time, you know, when I got it. But uh, experience is the greatest teacher. And mm-hmm. I love, uh, you know, a lot of people pick on me because I trade kayaks a lot and, and change. But, you know, it's my business. You know, it's my prerogative. If I want to do that, I can. You know, it's um, it's definitely my, my thing. But, um, you know, I like it because now I've tested all these different boats. I can speak to these different boats. And well, not you just can, you know you speak to it, and then you're you're also trying, you're looking for the one that is is right. Yeah, for me. You know? Yeah, and uh, and that's the thing you you have to pick a boat that's right for you. You know, just because everybody else on the field's got a Hobie doesn't mean a Hobie is right for you. Yeah, you know, I agree got, with that. You've got to find what's good for you the way you do. I'm a finesse fisherman. Um. I, you know, everybody else will be power fishing. I'll be finesse fishing. Kind well, of a thing. The, I, I know I, with my finessing and I do a lot of drop shotting, um, the wind in, in a kayak with finesse fishing, it's hard to do it. You bet. So, <laughs> so. you bet. And that's, that's why, you know, I made the move that I did because again, the stability is there. The same weight capacity is, is there. Uh, that I had in the Bonafide, but now I've got more room. and But I've still got a boat that I can feel confident in the lake and the river in, you know, and I can and I can paddle it, I can pedal it, I can power it, <laughs> whatever I want to do. You can get a water snake uh, insert drive there to put in that thing for like 350 bucks. Nope, I have a buddy who did uh, it. With, with the Hobie pod already in it, mm-hmm. you know. And so as long as you got that yak gear pod or the pod from uh, from uh, Vibe, you stick that thing right in, control the steering with your rudder, your hand's free, man, $350. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, kayak, kayak fishing is expensive. It's not cheap. That'll mess with your head. 
you know, at yeah. times. So you've got to uh, be prepared for that. Be well, prepared I, for everything, really. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're entering these tournaments. But I, what I tell a lot of people when they say, do you need all the gear? I say the gear helps you. But what you need to do first is learn fishing and yeah. learn it from a kayak. You know, the, the graphs, the motors and everything, it just helps you get to your spots faster and fit and fish spots that you want to fish. But it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what a graph says or how quick. Go out. Hold on a minute. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. You should have heard the last podcast <laughs> with my son. Um, what I was saying is like the, the graph and stuff, you can get to a spot with a graph and you can get there quick with a motor. But if you don't know what you're doing when you get there, it's not going to help right. you. Right. You know? Yeah, you've got to be able to, uh, you know, am I looking at a, a, you know, a secondary point? Are there laydowns yeah. here? Are there, is there rock structure? You know, all those different things come into play. It's yeah. uh, fishing like, is fishing isn't just going down to the local gas station, picking up a box of red worms and going to the river with a Zebco 33 and throwing mm -hmm. it out there and, and just waiting for something to come to you. You know, what we're doing is we're trying to go to them, find out where they are and put baits in front of them that they'll eat. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. that's, that's what, uh, that, that's the big difference. You know, uh, somebody says, well, I'm a angler. Well, you know, that's, that's awesome that you go and sit on the bank all day and <laughs> cast out with a sinker and a red worm. That's, that's fishing. It still is. It's fishing. Yes, it yeah. is. But it's not it's not specific no. or technique driven, um, you know. I guess I guess a red worm is not crawler is a technique, but that's you know that's the limitations to that uh, that type of stuff. And so yeah, and then you're just fishing for whatever. We're going to fish for a specific species, you know, and, and to target that specific species, you have to learn that animal. You have to learn about that that fish. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's where my drive, stuff. that's where kind of like my drive comes from. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're not, uh, you know, anybody can get a rod and reel and, and cast it out in the water and get lucky and catch something. But when you're when you're trying to target a specific fish and you're trying to fish like we are, uh, you know, for inches and, and being in a kayak, you know, you can't just jet across the lake and, and be at another spot in five minutes. You've mm -hmm. got so many things going on that will prevent you from doing that. And so uh, having a good, that plan and everything in place and knowing what you're doing, what your target is that day is so critical to you. Uh, and if you don't have a plan, you're really going to get frustrated when you get out well, of the water. Yeah, well, like the same time, if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. You know, that. yes. <laughs> yep. I, I, I went into every tournament last year with, you know, with a plan and obviously, you know, you can't expect everything like you, your first tournament, you didn't expect every, all the, everything that happened, mm -hmm. but you know, you still found a way to try to adjust to it. Just like, you, you know, we, but you, it starts with a plan basically, yeah you know, yeah. I had spots that I wanted to be at at certain times. And if they weren't there, then you find a way to move accordingly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, again, it's it's a different animal. Kayak fishing is altogether a different animal. Oh, but yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I would not, I, I don't, I mean, if somebody brought me a, a bass boat, and said, "Here, we want you to fish this, and we'll we'll get behind you." Would I do it? Probably would, but I will never stop kayak fishing. I will never stop chasing bass, you know, smallmouth bass and largemouth bass. Well, a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, in a they, kayak. Yeah, a lot of these elite guys are going to a kayak now for practice reasons. They say it helps them slow down versus being in the boat, and it helps them really figure out uh, more mentally wise mm -hmm. than uh, 
then you know because they don't have like you said you don't have the opportunity to fly across a lake so now they really have to dissect the areas versus yes hey they're not here let me go all the way on the other side of the lake yeah. right right yeah you want to you definitely want to be able to dissect an area really good yeah. um because it, it could it could just be a matter of positioning you know you <laughs> If you're throwing close to the bank and you're not getting bites, then back up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and try that next zone and, and see what you can find there. And that might mean that you go from throwing a, let's say a Cinco, you know, a Texas rig Cinco up on the bank to now I'm going to throw a drop shot or now I'm going to throw a, a deeper diving crankbait so that I can get down through that next area of water uh, there and see if I can locate fish there. And of course, if you've got a graph, you know, that's going to help you some, but again, where we're not going very fast, you know, the graphs don't work exactly the same in a kayak as they do uh, in a boat, you know, boats moving yeah. through the water and you can see stuff coming up on the screen pretty quick and you can waypoint it and go back around, you know, if you need to and fish that kayaking, you've really got to pay attention to it because you're not going as fast. Um, you know, that return is going to be a little bit different. Uh, for yeah, us, it's, you know? it definitely is. I had to learn that, that my, this past year was the first year I had a, a graph on the kayak, and I had to learn that where, like, a lot of them are like, you know, when you watch the videos, a lot of them are in boats. They're not in kayaks. Right. And when you're trying to learn graphs, and they're, they're saying, oh, well, at two miles an hour, you're seeing this. At five miles, you're seeing that. And I'm like I'm barely going, I'm barely going one. <laughs> All right, it's like for me to get the five miles an hour, I've got to have an XI three or a you know a, a Bixby or something yeah. else, you know. So yeah, it's that's the thing. You if you want to, that that's a cool thing too with like trolling motors coming into kayaks. Um, you can you could use that trolling motor to your advantage to scan those areas. Um, you know, you don't have to run it the whole time. You can, you know, but you, it'll help you obviously get better returns, you know, on your graph, uh, to scan those areas. And then you can mark your waypoints and then go back and fish those waypoints. Um, but I think that's, that's something that I'm planning on doing more of too, is, um, you know, before I make the first cast, I really want to look that water over real good and identify what structure points are there, mark them. Um, and then and then start fishing at that point instead of just going and just casting the line, you know, at the bank. Yeah, for, for me, I I know I find a way to find grass just because mm-hmm. I, I fish grass better than I do anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, except the rivers. I look for rock in the river because grass normally isn't a, a hangout spot unless I'm fishing for pike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We really don't have any pike here, yeah. so I think there's uh, a few lakes just a little bit north of me that have some musk in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'd love to see a pike down here if there are any. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, so it's like <laughs> for me, I'm I'm just looking for areas that could hold fish or something that's different. Like I learned a lot this past year, you know, and I had a chance to kind of dissect it look over it you know where it was i was everything looks the same but Mm -hmm. like like the pros say find the one thing that's different even if there's a ton of grass there's always something that's different yeah and that's kind of what the graph really helped me with this year good good very good we've been going for 30 minutes already this is time's flying by oh yeah Um, it does when you're having fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I want to give you a chance to, because I know Champions Fishing has grown a lot since the last time we talked. So I want to give you a chance oh, to yeah. talk about that before we end this. Absolutely. So um, you know, we started Champions Fishing going on. To, uh, <coughs> well, it's been over a year, so we're we're over a year into it, and we're working on our second year now. And I'm starting to see a big shift uh versus you know when we started to now um especially like with our merchandise we're coming out with with you know different clothing designs yeah i really like that sweater stuff. except for yeah 
The only thing that bothers me about the white sweater is that it's white, and I'm not good with white. Yes. Now we go, we have different colors. I've seen uh, the different colors too. Yeah. That white red really looks nice. It's sharp. <laughs> it's sharp. But you know that'd be that'd be something I think you'd wear out to dinner. Yeah. You know I don't know if I'd fish in it, but um, but we've got you know we've got different things now, like these hats. I don't have these hats available. They're, they're sold out and. Uh, we may get some more of them at some some point, but these were really just a trial run hat uh, that we had. But then, you know, we've got shirts, and our shirts are, are you know, they're branded to us and everything. But um, you know, we're we're just wanting to create a, a product for people to wear, and and really again help them develop that mindset of a champion. And that's that's why we're called Champions Fishing. You know, we're fishing for champions. And that's what we believe every person is. But sometimes we need some help to tap into that. And that's why we want to kind of create that mindset for people that they can wear our clothing. They can feel comfortable. They can feel confident. And, uh, you know, whether they're on the water or off the water, just everyday life, we, we want to build champions in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at our world today, you've got a lot of people that are uh, downtrodden with so many different things. And if they can get, if we can get in touch with them and spend time with them, you know, I, I was, I spent 18 years as a full-time pastor. And so I have a lot of experience in helping people with their mindset and with their spiritual life and things like that. And that's what we want to do with champions fishing is except for, you know, we take the religion out of it. Uh, we still, we still talk about the relationship with Jesus Christ because that's the number one most important thing. Uh, and with that, though, you know, we realize that none of us are perfect. None of us, none of us get it right all the time. But it's the the mindset that we have that we're not going to quit or give up. We're not going to throw in the towel. And that's that's what a champion is. You know, a champion isn't somebody that's got a trophy. Yeah. I've had I've had people people ask me, why do you call yourself champions fishing? You know, you hadn't you hadn't won any big events, or you hadn't you hadn't this, and you hadn't you know all the negative stuff that people throw out to you. But let me let me say something to you. I don't need a trophy to make me a champion. Mm-hmm. You know, a champion again is somebody who will go through adversity after adversity, and they'll keep standing up, and they'll not allow those adversities or setbacks to stop them from continuing to reach forward their goals in life. And that's that's what I that's why we created what we did is we want to take our experiences from being you know in ministry full-time and translate that out into the world here uh and reach people from a a standpoint of of you know where we can relate to them um you know with something like we do here with fishing specifically kayak fishing uh because again you can get so frustrated and at the end of the day when when we go to check in i want to be that guy that people can come to and i can talk to them about their frustrations and I can encourage them to keep going on. Even if they're a competitor of mine, you know, uh, that's, that's the way I feel about it is I want to be there for people. I want to encourage people. I want to help people go to that next level uh, in their life. And, and I think I, and I believe I can help them do that if I can help them get their mindset correctly. Yeah. I mean, that's where it all starts. You know, you can't do anything with, with a negative mindset. Except just ruin everything mm-hmm. you're trying to do, you know. Hundred percent for sure. So yeah, man, Champions Fishing is uh, growing. We've added a we've added a local sponsor, um, a local company, B and E Collision, in uh, Kingsport, Tennessee. <coughs> get get with them for all your collision repair needs if you're in the area. A uh, great company, and then like I said, the bait the bait company. I don't want to show that too much, but <laughs> you know, yeah. That uh, that company there, uh, appreciate them as well. Want to shout out Bell Ringer Baits. You can look them up on Facebook. Uh, they'll make you some custom baits. And then we've added some affiliate programs uh, to help us generate some revenue. Again, it takes money for us to operate. It takes money for us to, you know, do what we do. I'd love to be able to do all this free of charge. I'd love to be able to just make stuff for people to go on. They pick out what size they want, and it just ships right to them. It don't cost them a dime. But again, that's not the world we live in. It takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and so it, it's not, but for us, it's not about the money. If it was, if it was, let me say this champions fishing would have already shut down because 
last year we had zero profit. This year so far, zero profit. Now, have we made some sales? Yes, but we're not at the profit range yet. You know, we've we've had to build a website. We've had to uh, pay for the website every month. We've had to pay for clothing, and we've had to, you know, all this different stuff. And so we're we're forking out the money and putting all that into it now because we believe in what we're doing. And yeah, I mean, if we didn't, if we didn't believe in ourselves, <laughs> if we didn't have the right mindset, this thing would have done shut down, done been over with. You know, yeah, I, well, I feel, I feel you should never start anything business-wise, anything for the money. Exactly. You should always, you should always go into things like, and, and, and me and you talked privately about things too. Yeah, but you should always go into things with the mindset of you want to succeed at that, whatever that is. You want to succeed at it because normally when you succeed, then the money follows. Absolutely. If you chase the money without being passionate about it, you never get there. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's why I say, you know, I, I believe it's a testimony to the the reality of champions fishing that we're still here a year later, even though, you know, we're just forking out, forking out, forking out right now um, and not making money. But let me say this. We're making a difference. Mm hmm. And I know that because I've brought on a, a business partner of mine, Adam Chapman, who he had a YouTube channel, Chapman Outdoors, and, and was doing some stuff. But he since then joined uh, with Champions Fishing. And matter of fact, he's our, our designer uh, for all of our all of our graphics and stuff that you'll see on our website, except for maybe like two or three. Adam's designed the rest of these. But when I'm when I met Adam and I'm not going to get into his private life here, but yeah. Adam, Adam was struggling with some stuff. And we've built up a friendship, and that's the way I like to, to do this is build up a friendship with people so that they can get to know me, like me, and trust me. And then I can get into their life, and I can help them if they're willing for me to help them. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, Adam, the relationship we have with him now, Adam's a totally uh, different guy now. I mean, he's, he's, his relationship with God is growing, and, and his, you know, things are happening for him in his life, and everything's moving together in a, a positive direction Again, that's that's why we exist, um, and we want to reach other people. You know, we, we there's more people out there that we've got to reach and and encourage. And if that's all I do in my life is just encourage you, and you don't ever buy a shirt from me, that's that's my I've done what I wanted to do. You know, yeah. would would it be nice to get more shirt sales and uh, you know affiliate commissions and all that kind of stuff from our web? Yeah, absolutely. But if I can change your life, if I can get into your life and I can help you grow as a person and I, and I can help you realize that you don't have to be a victim of, of your circumstances and that the circumstances that you face in your life, they don't, they're not the determining factor of whether you're going to succeed or fail. It's how you respond to them. And so if I can get that message across to the world, we can change people's lives. Now, we're not going to change everybody. Because not everybody wants to change and not everybody needs changing. Mm -hmm. but, but the people out there that are struggling and facing adversity in life, I'm your advocate. I'm the, I'm the person that'll be there in your corner to cheer you on and help you overcome that. Because I have been through just about everything that you could possibly imagine. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I feel I'm the same way, you know, man. Uh, <laughs> once, once our book is finished, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book. Um, it's probably going to take me a while to get it done. So we're, we're probably looking another year out or so before that's even finished. But, you know, I'm going back through my life and I'm writing a book on my life and the adversities that I have faced. And, man, I, have, I faced them. What? And let me speak on that for a minute, if you if you don't mind. No, I, um, I don't. I don't have a time limit at all. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let me give you my my life story for just a moment. And and let me say, this is not for someone to go, oh, man, look at poor pitiful him, you know. I just want to take you th through a little glimpse of my journey in life so that you'll realize where I have came from and, you know, what where I am right now you'll be able to say, okay, yeah, I can, I can listen to him. He'll help me. So starting out, you know, my mom and dad divorced when I was very young 
shortly after that, my mom got into some trouble. My mom had just died, uh, you know, back in August. She got into some trouble and she ended up going to prison and was in prison for 21 years. And I won't get into the details as to why, but she she made some mistakes and she went to prison for 21 years. So for 20 years or so, 21 years, I was driving with my grandmother and grandfather every week back and forth or not every week, but but maybe once a month or, or a couple times, you know, every other month or something. Yeah. yeah we we went for 21 years to visit my mom in a prison. Well, I don't know if you've ever been to prison before, but when they shut those doors behind you, that's an eerie feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear that metal click and you can't get out unless they let you out. Mm-hmm. So well, even, the, even while you're there visiting, you're a prisoner with that inmate. You know, yeah, I know, and, I know and, the feeling of that. And there, so that that was very hard growing up, and so my dad never was in my life, you know, and he still isn't in my life to this day. So I had to grow up being raised by my grandmother and grandfather. I didn't have my mom and dad in the picture. Um, you know, I had aunts and my aunts and uncles and stuff that that helped me out along the way as well. Um, yeah, the same. And here. that's and that's what got me into fishing is my uncles uh, would take me fishing all the time. And uh, we we would burn them up, man. We would absolutely burn them up. And uh, my uncle, he he could have been, he could have been far above and beyond Kevin Van Dam, and I and I'd lay money on that, um, you know. But so I, I've learned from very good people, very good anglers over the years, um, you know, as far as fishing goes. Uh, so I have I have a the background is full of adversity, full of setbacks, full of trials full of getting knocked down every single time. But if you remember what Rocky Balboa said in, um, and I know it's a movie, I know it's fictional and everything, but it's you still can learn a, stuff from it though. It's, yeah. It's still a great movie. He was, I don't remember the exact one, but it, I think it was one of the last, last ones he had. He was at outside of his restaurant and he was having a conversation with his son and he told him, it's not how hard you hit. You see, you can be a bad boy. You can be a bad butt all day long. But it's not how bad you are; it's about how bad you, or how how much you can take what happens to you, and keep standing up and keep moving forward in your life. That's what I've done, and I've chosen that, regardless of the circumstances that I have faced in life, I, I'm not going to be a victim. Yeah, I'm not going to sit back and say, "Well, my my mom was uh, involved in drugs, so I'm going to go be a druggie. My dad was a bad alcoholic, so I, now I'm going to be an alcoholic." No. No, I said, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to be who I believe I'm supposed to be. And I always had a dream growing up of being an entrepreneur. I never dreamed I'd ever be a preacher. I never dreamed I'd ever be in a pulpit and speak before thousands of people. We've done that uh, before. I didn't. I never realized I'd be a keynote speaker at a, a high school, college graduation event you know, with thousands of people out there in the crowd and, and you don't know them from Adam and you've got to come up with a message to inspire and motivate these kids to go out here and succeed in life. You know, we, we've done that. We, we've got that experience. And so now we want to take those experiences over here into the fishing world and help people with that, you know, and it's kind of ironic because Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, <laughs> you know, so we're champions fishing. We're all yeah, champions, I mean, and we're fishing. We're fishing for champions. So that's uh, that's how it all came about, man. And yeah, I'm excited so, about it. Big things are happening. You know, we're we're partnering now with Bass Pro Shops, uh, Yak Gear, or Yak Yak yeah Yak Gear, and we also have um, you know Shop Carl's uh, has took taken us on. And then we've got another company to um, must add hooks. So, you know, two, two, here we are a year later, two full or two actual sponsors, and then some affiliate relationships with people, uh, getting our blog monetized finally with Google AdSense. I mean, just so many things are just starting to, it's all coming together. But if I were to quit, if I were to quit four months ago, if I looked at it and said, man, nobody's buying my shirts, you know, I got all these shirts out here. Nobody's buying them. Um, you know, websites, t- it's just slow, you, you know, all this stuff happening. If I would have quit and I said, you know what? I'm not going to kayak fish no more. 
I'm just going to go and disappear. You know, I'm going to trade my currencies every day and disappear and, you know, do that and not, <coughs> not worry about anybody else. But that's not who we are. We're for the people. We're, we're about people and helping people and encouraging people. And that's why when you wear my clothes, I want you to feel like a champion. I want you to be one. And again, my motto is stay safe, stay strong. And remember always you are a champion. So be one in your life. And that's why we're here. That's why, that's why we exist. And, and we're just getting, like I said, we're just getting started. Uh, you know, we're the motors cranked up now, but uh, it's still just getting started. We're in the very beginning of this. It's, I have no doubt in my mind that in, in three to five years, this is going to be a household name, but it's not, it's not because we're just after this It's because we're helping people along the way. And again, if I can, if I can empower you in some way to realize when you look at what you're wearing, hey, I'm a champion. You know, I, I'm that person. I faced adversity, but I now I'm overcoming it. That's what I want to do in life. It's just I want to motivate people, encourage people, and not just the hoorahs and rah-rahs and all that, the cheerleading stuff. <laughs> I don't want to be that kind of person. I want to be a person that really makes a difference in somebody else's life. So. Yeah, I mean, I think – that's why me and you relate so much though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Like because your story is like a, a very, it's very kind of, it's well it's similar to mine to where my parents passed away. Like I had a, a like from sixth grade to the beginning of high school, I lost two brothers man. and my parents. And then uh yeah, so but yeah. And 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 look at you, man. Here you here you are continuing on in the the fight in the march you know you could have looked at circumstance uh weigh you down to the point to where you know god knows what you could have went off into but you chose you chose the the right path you chose to move forward and uh, that's what people want to do hold on baby <laughs> got yeah. my little my little champions are running around uh here today no school today and tomorrow so they hanging out with Papa. <laughs> That's a good thing about being an entrepreneur, though, man. Yes, sir. It is. It's it's a great thing. You know, I don't have to worry about it. You know, I don't need a babysitter. I don't, you know, none of that kind of stuff. And if I can be with my kids, I'm going to be with my kids, you know. Oh, absolutely. And uh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, they're and they're they're a big part of Champions Fishing. You know, <laughs> all my kids initials are C and F. I've got uh, three boys and a girl. And my my first two children have their first first name starts with a C, and my last two children their first name starts with an F. And so when we were coming up with a logo for Champions Fishing, I wanted I wanted to create a logo that was centered around my children, with with Christ in the center of that. So that's why you see that C and F and that cross in the center. Um, it, you know, it just ties everything in together. So it's 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 about my kids. It's about myself. It's about other people. You know, I need this for me. Uh, you go from from preaching full time for 18 years and working with the church and being the pastor and, you know, teaching Bible classes and sermons and visiting people and all that kind of stuff. So you take me out of that environment. People out here in the world don't know what to do with a person like me. You know, yeah. like applying for jobs in the past, you know, I'd have people say, aren't you a preacher? Why, why are you, uh, why are you look, what, did, you know, did you, what, what is this? You know, you, we don't want to hire you because you might want to go back into that six months down the road. You know, we don't want to invest in you to whatever. So they, they, they don't know what to do with a guy like me. So I have no choice, but to be an entrepreneur. Um, and, and yeah, but build it by my bootstraps, you know. Yeah, similar feeling to you. I knew right around like when I was, I just got done telling uh, telling a family friend this, and I knew around around like sixteen that I wanted to not work for someone else yeah. for a living. Because a lot of people see, you know, I mean, I know this has nothing to do with fishing, but has to do with mindset. Absolutely, where a lot of people see. They hear the word entrepreneur and stuff, and they think, "Oh, they don't work. All they do is make money and do whatever <laughs> yeah. they do, whatever the hell they want." But a lot of us, I wish, <laughs> yeah, a lot of us, including you and me, 
we're probably working more than the average guy or, or woman at yeah. a regular job. I, yeah, I, I would guarantee you <laughs> that, you know, I'm working, I'm working around the clock, you know, yeah, same when, I, when I, I wake up in the at, morning, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I go to sleep at midnight, I'm up at five, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. it never stops. That's right. But the payoff in the end will be worth it. And I'm not yeah. speaking of money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not speaking of money. For the me, money it's, it's is the, the side freedom. effect of of doing a job well. Yeah, and in and you know, but in life, if you if you make your life about you, you're a selfish, self centered mm-hmm. person. You know, I, I'm. I want to say something, but then again, I don't because I don't want it to come across like I'm bragging. Yeah, because I'm not doing that at all. But you know, last last night I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, and just put it out there, and and I'll let people if they feel like I'm bragging or boasting or, or you know, letting my right hand know what my left hand doeth, et cetera. And you want to condemn me? Fine, go ahead. But last night I I came out of five below. I needed a new iPhone charger. Mine mine was broken. It was had a short in it, and it wasn't charging properly. So when I come out, you know, but prior to that we had just went to uh, Zaxby's and picked up some food. Um, you know, for the family was going to take it back home and eat it. And, um, uh, as I was walking out, you know, there was a homeless man, uh, looked like he was bedding down for the night, man. It, 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 it got to 16, 17 degrees this morning, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and I knew I couldn't help him with, you know, shelter or nothing like that in the moment. Um, but I thought, man, this guy might be hungry. You know, and I, I take advantage of those opportunities. You, what I want to say to this is you cannot outgive God and you will never go wrong by being a giver. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a mindset thing. You know, if I didn't have that mindset, I'd make my life would be all about me. So I, I sacrificed last night to help somebody else. And again, I don't want I'm not saying that to brag or boast on me. It's not a that's not the point. The point is is if you will change your mind and not make your life about you and everything revolve about you, me, myself, and I, you can be a difference maker. Yeah. You can, you can, you can put food in somebody's <laughs> belly and, and give them a warm meal before they go to bed and, and, and sleeping out on the streets or whatever. Now, you know, again, I don't say that to brag on me, but that's, that's what having the right mind will cause you to do in life is you'll let yourself go to help somebody else and you won't listen you won't ever regret it you i didn't i did not regret not having five chicken tenders you know yeah uh i didn't regret that at all matter of fact i you know i didn't even think about it i just wanted to help this guy in that moment you know with that warm meal and that's because i care about people and that's what I want to inspire other people to do because could you can you imagine it's like a domino. If you set up a stack of dominoes and you hit that one, what are they going to do? They're all going to follow, right? And so that's the that's what I'm looking at is if I can be a difference maker, I can encourage one person to be a difference maker, and that one person can go and make somebody else a difference maker. I've done my job. I've fulfilled my mission in life. And if we, if, could you imagine if we get millions of champions fishing out in the world, mm-hmm. doing that same thing over and over to other people? That's what it's about. Oh, yeah. For, that's, for that's, sure. That's what it's about. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I definitely, you know, had to change that mindset. Cause like I was telling you, you know, coming up from, you know, having nothing. A lot of people, you know, who grew up poor or really like those times, you know, where if I didn't go to school, I didn't eat. So coming from that yeah. to, then you got to change the mindset because when you come from that and then you start a job, you're all about what you want, you know, because you never had, so now all you, all you, when you have money, all you do is want. <laughs> That boy's and, dying to come over here. Oh, I know. Come here. Come it's here. It's fine. 
Give me a minute. We'll get it. Okay. We're almost done. This is my little Fisher right here. Yeah. Mm, he's my baby. <coughs> mm, love you. Go in there and I'll be in there in about a few minutes. Yeah. Well, saying right. is, you know, when you come from that, all you want is money. And I had to change that mindset of mm-hmm. wanting money to. Now I just want to provide for my family and all that. I could care less what happens, you know, with me. Yeah. Yeah, don't chase, don't chase money. If I could get, yeah. you know, and I'm not, you and know, I agree, to, I agree 100 percent with that. To the viewers out there, don't, do not, don't chase the dollars, don't chase the trophies, don't chase any of that stuff. Chase <laughs> the experiences that that you that you're after, because those ex- money. I don't have any cash on me, but um, money. Money is paper. Money can be burned up and disappeared in a matter of seconds. Whether you take a lighter to it and you burn it, or you go out here to the store and you spend it, that money is going to disappear. Okay? So don't make life about money. Make it, make it about the experiences. Now, do you need money to have those experiences? Yeah. Absolutely. Is money important? Yeah, it's like <laughs> oxygen. You try to try to go a few days without any money. Guess what? Light bills, lights getting turned off. You're getting evicted. You're losing your car. All that stuff, right? So you got to have money. Money makes the world go around. But don't love money. Don't love it. And don't labor labor for it. Labor for the experiences that money can provide. Mm-hmm. Labor for that. Labor to make a difference. Not only your life. Your family's life, but somebody else's life. Don't don't do this. Don't don't go fishing to get the trophy. Fish for the experiences. Go make 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 your goals about. Okay, I want to catch my personal best today. I want I want to catch my personal best five today. You know, don't don't go. I'm going I'm I'm going for the gold, baby. I'm going for the win. You know, I'm going I'm going to be a winner. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be a winner in life. I'm going to be a winner in everyday life. So if I don't catch five fish, hey, I got another, next time I go fish, I can, I can go for that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to worry about that. So let let all that stuff. Hold on. I, no, 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 stop. I can't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we had the discussion, you know, the, yeah. the, the before yeah, yeah. the, but I, hey, dad's got I a know. podcast with Paddling Fin Network. Be real quiet. Don't don't come in the room and all this stuff, you know. I know that same discussion, stuff. man. But uh boy, I wouldn't trade my kids for the world though. No, yeah. neither would I. I. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it at all. Uh so hope y'all don't mind seeing the kid back oh, there in the background. Like I like I said, man, our last podcast I had mine screaming that he was hungry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear it because I had the headphones on. Right. But he was, yeah. Microphone so, did, didn't yep. it? <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, goodness. So, yep. yeah, I mean, he, it's not an issue at all, man. Yeah, but, you know, even the Bible says labor not to be rich. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. And, Dude, this is the last thing I'll do, and then I'll, I mean, I'll let you go because we can always have another podcast. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll look forward is, to it. Uh, something I've realized recently is the more I use my money, to like help in a way help people or just help with anything it seems like the more i get back like i like whatever whatever amount i use i normally get like double that back yeah yeah let me uh like you know let let me say this the the bible even teaches this and again i'm not this is not this isn't religion hey you're you're completely fine on this it's not it's not that at all the Bible teaches you, matter matter of fact, in all the areas of life, the only one that I can rem- that I know of in Scripture, hold on, go on, that God says test me in this is in your giving. God says test me and see if I don't. And I'm just paraphrasing here, but He says test me and see if I don't open the windows of heaven up and pour out a blessing on you. That's the Bible. And I don't care if you don't believe the Bible or you do believe the Bible, whatever. That's your prerogative. 
But I can tell you this, that book has never failed me, not one time. <coughs> it ain't never failed me one time. Anything that it's ever said in there has been true in my life. And so it's very important. A lot of the things that I've learned about mindset and stuff come from Proverbs and reading other <coughs> things in life, uh, other books and stuff like that as well that men have been blessed to write. But you never, you never can go wrong with doing what God says to do. And he says to be a giver. And he says, test me in it and see if I don't open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. Had a good friend of mine, Matthew Browder, that sings with the Browders gospel group. I've known them for 30 plus years. Matter of fact, I'm traveling with them this weekend to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg and Knoxville uh, for some concerts that they're having. And one of the things that Matt's instilled in me over the years is be a giver. Be a giver. It's more blessed to give than receive. I don't care if I ever receive a wage or whatsoever from my business as long as I can make a difference in somebody else's life. I'll always be taken care of. I'll always have what I need to take care of these kids and continue on in this mission. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's about, my friends. That's what it's about. Yep. We'll end on that. Yep. I appreciate you joining us Absolutely. again. Like I said, like I said last time. I'll say it again this time. This will probably be more of a reoccurring uh, thing with me because we, we think so much alike and our conversations go so deep. Sometimes it's not even about fishing. Half the podcast wasn't, but it, it can be related into it, you know. Absolutely. You guys, check out our merchandise, please, championsfishing.com. Uh, there's tabs at the top, shop. Uh, click on that shop. It'll open up a page. All our stuff is there. Find something you like, buy it, buy it. If you don't like it, you know what? Maybe you have a friend that likes fishing. Buy them a shirt. Bless their life. You know, you can even customize it. Uh, when you pull it up on the app, it has a little edit button there. And you can put their name on the back of it. You know, you could do all kind of cool stuff with our stuff that you can't do with other places. You can make our stuff yours, you know. And uh, so, you know, do that. Help us out. Um we would greatly appreciate it. That's just going to help us keep going. You know, we need more video equipment for kayaks and all kinds of different things like that. Um, you know, so we can get out there and again, share that message of hope and positivity with people and make it a better, better experience for them. We, we've got some big plans for this year. Um, it's going, you know, we've got to make some changes and upgrades and things like that. But, um, you know, if you guys will help us out, we would greatly appreciate it. So keep supporting the Paddle and Fin Network and this podcast here. Chris is an awesome guy. I enjoy working with you, man, and I thank you for having me on again. And I look forward to uh, another opportunity to, to get out here and, and, and get this message out to people as Absolutely. much as we can. So, But, guys, stay safe, stay strong, and remember always, you are a champion. Yep. Be one. God bless you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.